Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. It is August 1st, the day after an off weekend, the first of two off weekends. And uh, coincidentally, it's also Chase Curtis's 23rd birthday. So being the loving yellow dad and awesome boss that I am, I told him to take the day off because his mom and girlfriend took the day off to spend it with him. So, oh, wow. There so we instead go. of being here in this hot-ass loft with the questionable air conditioning on, he's doing something with the two best women in his life. That's awesome. So in his place, we have Dominic Gayton. Hey, nice, uh, nice choice of shirts. Yeah. Today. You know, I woke up this morning and I was looking at shirts and I felt like a warrior and this shirt just popped out and I'm yeah. like, you know what? That's a warrior shirt. The bleeding oh, warrior. Benny from the vlog. <laughs> so I, I wore it in his honor today. Benny Bell from the yeah. vlog. Yeah. Yeah. I like how we kept the uh the logos on the top of the picture, you know, right. like from the, the uh, Inst- from the from the Instagram Post. story screenshot. Hey, He's a big, he's a big bagger guy now, huh? A big oh, Harley guy. Harley life is the only life to live. He's in the so series of love right now too. Oh shit! Yeah. Is it with the? I'm posting not maybe not. Oh that, okay, all right. I see it though happening. Mm. I'm, I, I, I seen it. it. I seen an IG story the other day. I don't know if that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Not bad. She's reposting about. Oh. Uh, it's happening. It's yeah. like your world series of love in the beginning when it started. There we yeah. go. And love then, to see it. And then. She ran a picture of them, and he wrote, who's that hot guy? Yep. You know, I saw all that. I took and my he's, he's I, super arrogant now. Uh, he's like a dick now. I was <laughs> like, dude, don't be a dick just because you have a girlfriend. Right? Like, You know? Yeah. You got to still, you gotta still be a part of the homies, you know? Yeah. yeah have I you, like that living his best Orange County life right now, too. You know, OC Fair, all that. Oh, right yeah. in the back. Night yeah. rides with the girl on the hog down PCH. Oh, dude, who'd have thought all it takes is a freaking a hog, dude, just for him to get a chick on the back of it. Yeah, right? He, uh, he's, he, he's that guy. That's kick, awesome. Kick Frankie Garcia to the curb. Oh, mm. man. <laughs> he's going to get mad talking shit on him. Yeah. Uh, he don't listen. Come on. So, <laughs> so, uh, so Chase is off. Were you aware that I gave Chase's birthday off, Anton? It was like a game time decision this morning. No, I didn't know. Yeah, did you, were you aware that August 1st is his birthday? It's crazy because I can remember him turning 21. I think he was like fucking on, in a wheelchair or something. It was when he broke both uh, his ankles? Yeah, I remember that it's around this time. Like, I always remember that it's like right in the start of the summer or like right in the middle of the summer. Yeah. So his, uh, his latest OCD hobby is, uh, or ADD hobby is, Jet Skings made a. It, I think there's a wheel of hobbies that he has mm. because he was into jet skiing and then he like decided he was a side-by-side guy and he bought like some million dollar side-by-side. Then the, well, he had the boat before that. Oh yeah, the boat and then the side-by-side right. and then he was in the Harley phase and now he's trying to sell his Harley and now he's back into jet skis. And then remember he bought that jet ski 
a 550 hull with a 650 engine in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was saying, no, it's totally normal. It's good. It's no, good. yeah, yeah. And then he, he, he freaking already is looking for a mechanic. Yeah. Jeez. Maybe he's looking for a new ski. I don't know. Maybe. Who I knows? Know. I don't know. So, uh, Anton, we thought we would uh, honor Chase with some stories about our esteemed video editor. Do you, do you have a, a good story about Chase? Uh, none that I can think of, like right off the top of my head, yeah. because like, I only have like fun times with Chase. I don't have these like crazy, like, uh, insane stories you guys have. Like anytime Chase gets hurt, I'm never there. Yeah. Uh, I don't play the practical jokes on Chase that other people like, not that you have, but like you've gotten Chase no. a couple good. T- yeah. I, so I, I don't play jokes on him. I mean, he just blew me out with that green screen. <laughs> green screen awesome. podcast so I, i'm just brewing it's brewing the, the, uh. I, uh the best time that i had with chase was when we went to washougal in 19 like that was just that was because we went to boise before that for western power sports that was a good week mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i mean i just you know he's just always breaking himself off like both arms and his dude i think ankle. one of the when he first started working with us was that time we went to paula and I th- we were still getting dressed. Remember, he had just—he was like, "I'm the Paula expert." And yeah, it I, was going to be the day—the passing of the torch between him and Casey. Right, right. He was going to take down. And I think Davis. he made it what? Not even a lap, and weeded yeah. himself. Bro- that's when he broke both, both his, of his arms. Wrists. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, and yeah. and was at the. We went to the hospital. It was a whole deal. Yeah, yeah. And then that was when he had that, his ex-girlfriend, and they house sat for me while. I think we went to Japan. My family went to Japan. So he house set and watched the dogs. And I was like, oh, man. He was laid out in the hospital. He said, I'll still house sit. I can still house sit. So he had surgery on his wrist. And I was worried that his girlfriend was going to have to wipe his butt for him at my house. So I got her plastic gloves (laughs) and wet wipes and stuff. But he says that she didn't. I don't believe her. Yeah, it's crazy. Like his birthday's today. He's 23 today. I always forget. I mean, we work with Chase, and he, he does stuff. I always forget how young he actually is. Right. And and then when, he, when I ask him, "How old are you going to be?" He's all twenty three, and it's kind of it makes me feel super old because I think Bryce is going to be twenty three this coming. You know, I have a twenty two year old, mm-hmm. and he's going to be. And I'm like, dude, you're you're literally old enough to be you be literally be my kid. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a little wild. You're like the Mexican dad. <laughs> yeah, I'm the yellow dad, right? But. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, uh, what'd y'all do on your off weekend? Dude, I said y'all. It's because I've been hanging out with you and Sam. Yeah, so um, pretty much, let's see, what did I do? Let's see, I did that Twitch thing with uh, with the new drop for DBK. We did that at Twitches. That was fun. Um, had all kinds of, like, cool little beers that, you know, and we played some beer pong and stuff like that, you know, for the camera. And, uh, yeah, hung out with Kenny Bell a little bit before he had his little – his little, uh, you know, Loretta Lynn's trip that he's mm-hmm. he's at right now, and then, um, yeah, I did. I you didn't rode really your gravel much. bike. Yeah, yeah, I rode my gravel bike. Yeah, I been so this what past is that week. Cannondale, you've been riding. It's just the road bike. So I don't have a road bike right now, and that's a road bike that my dad had pawned in the pawn shop, like, or he had bought it out of someone who brought it into the pawn shop, right? And um, whenever I was back home in Tennessee, I had asked Kenny Bell. I'm like, hey, like. I have a road bike here, you know, it's, it's old, but like, you know, it's your size. It's, you know, whatever. Like if you want a road bike to ride with your buddies, I know you don't have one. I can bring it and you can just have it because we don't have no money in it. Oh, right? the black and yellow one. Yeah. The black and yellow one. Um, 
So, yeah, he's like, yeah, dude, bring it out. He rode it a few times, whatever. It's just been chilling in the garage. But, uh, I, you know, I had a nice road bike last year. I had a SL7. Um, but, you know, I'm I'm sponsor- I'm a GT guy. I'm sponsored by GT, and so is the team. So, um, yeah, I had that specialized there. And, I mean, to be quite honest with you, I was like, this year has been tough. Like, you know, I didn't have the, the best of Supercross seasons this year. And then, you know, with just other – other stuff going on um yeah i needed the money so i sold my dude I, I i've been selling literally everything i sold both my 450s i sold my road bike if i got a guy coming to look at my truck today like i'm just selling all of my shit your everything truck. everything's for sale you yeah. sell your tacoma yeah everything's you sold the sl7 yeah oh wow yeah I, I sold that during supercross oh wow yeah so freaking I sold my KX two fifty two stroke. Like I've just been fucking selling everything. Everything that I have I've just been selling it. Let me ask you this. How much did it cost to send Samantha flowers today? Seventy bucks? No, it's fifty bucks. She's worth it though, huh? Yeah, she she's worth it. Yeah. So yeah, if you're listening, you gotta check out saltmotolive.com and her <laughs> pinup gallery and video drop. Yeah. yeah. So I just uh yeah. Fuck I I didn't have a road bike, and uh, hey, I, let me ask you this too: How does a pawn shop work? Like, say, say I'm in Tennessee, right, mm-hmm. and I need fifty bucks. You need fifty bucks. So what I I take my video camera there and, and tell Ronnie Ray, hey, what will you give me for this? Uh, yeah, and then he'll come back and say, well, you kind of got to know what you want for it. Okay. Because he's not going to tell you what he'll give it give it to you for. So it's like, like say you go in there and you. See, that's a nice camera, right? Yeah. You go in there, and all you need is 50 bucks. But, like, he knows in his head, that's a nice camera. You, he could probably give you 100 and still make a profit on it. So, so you have he, to go in there automatic? and know what you want for the item that you have. But now, don't some people go in and he'll give, like, hey, I need 100 bucks. Hold this as collateral, and I'll pay it back. And if you don't come back, he'll then he'll sell that thing. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much what it is, right? right? Like, so, like, I mean, you go, you go through all the, the stuff, whatever, and then – However long you have it in there, you have to pay, I think, 20% interest each month, each month. Wow. So, like, there's people who come into the pawn shop, and they, they just need 20 bucks, right? They'll freaking bring their, uh, say they have a chainsaw. They'll bring their chainsaw in there, you know, it's fucking chainsaw, whatever. He's like, all right, 20 bucks. But they fucking love that chainsaw, right? <laughs> Dude, they will come in every single month. And pay 20%. And pay, and pay the extra money just so they get to keep it keep it right oh i'm coming to get it oh, i'm coming to get it i'm coming to get it the thing could be in there for six months and however much like they pay my dad in interest could be more than what the, the freaking thing's it, yeah. even even worth right so yeah that's that's sort of and then kinda, they just say for dude it that sounds like a sketchy business does anyone does your dad ever sell something and people come back oh where is it i want it yeah i mean there's nothing they can do about it they can buy it does ronnie ray have a big stick hidden under the thing or a shotgun uh no like, i mean like we have like a like a button i guess that calls, calls like the cops the, yeah but i'm yeah he's got he's got he's got strapped well, he, in there dude. he is yeah i mean he's got guns laying all over the, we buy and sell guns too so yeah. like i mean he's got yeah so we buy and sell like my dad buys and sells guns uh like he does like the whole like pawn stuff right like so and then uh he buys and sells gold which is like real good for that business part and then uh also he's like a jeweler he did like a, a little bit of like jewelry stuff so he he can size repair do all that type of stuff with rings um is this where your engagement ring will come from uh so i already um i already yeah. no, no 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 never mind never mind never mind it's already been designed 
It's already been. Has she got her size? She's been sized already? He knows what size it is from going like that. I know. Yeah, I know what size it is. But yeah, no, it's yeah, maybe. Yeah. I can't wait to live in Tennessee. That's gonna be good. Can't wait. It's gonna be good. So, what is the typical pawn period? A month? Uh, see, thirty days. Yeah. And then so. So whatever you're gonna tell Ronnie. Well, it's like thirty days, and then like there's like a little bit of a holding period, I think, and yeah. then he's able to sell it. So, but like if he, you come in and you tell him what you want for it, he's most likely gonna go nah and give you half, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So like I would go in and say that camera's worth twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah. Give me two grand for it. No, he won't give you. He'd give you like two hundred bucks. No, yeah, he would do two hundred bucks. And so if I had to pay the rent on it, it's twenty percent. So. 20 bucks a month? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that works. Yeah. How much stuff does he have on pawn in there? Like Fuck. hundreds and thousands or I mean, thousands so of pieces? Oh, yeah, thousands. He's got so much shit in there. I mean, he's got fucking guns, weed eaters, chainsaws. I mean, he's got everything like you can even imagine. Cameras, uh, fucking PlayStations, Xboxes, TVs, anything that you can imagine. I mean, we had we had a boat. A boat at our house. We've had cars. He's had motorcycles. Like, <laughs> you name it. People bring it in there. Hmm. Yeah. That's how we got a boat. So we got a, I got, a, like, a fishing boat at the house. Because someone didn't yeah, someone unpawn didn't, it? Yeah, someone didn't come pick it up. So ah. like, well, fuck it. I got a boat now. So that's where the Cannondale road bike came from. Someone yeah. pawned it? Yeah, someone pawned it. What did he pawn it for? Oh, it was, like, 150 bucks. No way. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's good. Well, I think, like, someone just came in, and it was a road bike, and he knew that I rode bike, and he's like, man, maybe we'll use it something, you know, around the house, you know, if you need something. So he gave the guy, like, 150 bucks, and, yeah, we had a road bike. But then there's sometimes guys come in, and they don't have any intention of coming to get it back, right? So they just go. Well, no, that, like, you can either go there to pawn it, or you can go there to sell it. Like, he can buy it. Yeah. You know, like, he, he like, hey, I want to sell this. How much you want for it? But he's not going to buy it for, like, what they're trying to get out of it. He's going to buy it at a price he that, can make a he, can, yeah, that he can make it. a profit of it. Okay. Well, it's good. I it's understand. Good it's been educational. It's been, it's a good business. It's a good business to be in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Anton, what did you do this weekend? Change diapers? Yeah. Go on walks? Uh, yeah, a lot of that, a lot of that. We went running, me and the guy went running. Uh, we had the Madison County Fair, so like big, big county fair, one town over, went to that. Did you have a corn dog? No corn dogs, no corn dogs. Pork Not chop a- on a stick? They had it, they had pork steak sandwiches that looked really, really good. And I was like, ooh, but you know, I've gone this long, I'm not going to break, break edge for that. Mm. Uh, I was kind of bummed, though. The Peoria TT was this weekend, and, like, the only time that I've ever been off the same time as the Peoria TT, and I didn't get to go because I didn't know about it because they didn't advertise about it. Oh. Mm. How far are you from Peoria? Like an hour and a half. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a sight to see. Although, I don't know how it – would it be more exciting or less exciting on these modern bikes there right now? I liked it when they're on wood road taxes, just bottoming the shit out and swapping out and crashing. Uh, I saw the stuff from last year because, like, how fast they're going now uh, to still hit that little jump and how tight that track is. Yeah. Like, was crazy. Last year, somebody, like, just got completely yarded over. I think me and Dahmer actually saw that together. Yeah, he went into the lake, remember? He flew off and yeah. went into the water. You went there? Yeah. No, no, no. no. We watched it on TV. Oh. Yeah, we saw it on TV. 
Yeah. So, and then my dad used to go to the Peoria TT all the time. So, like, I've seen, and as you've probably seen, the party that happens at the Peoria TT. Oh, that's yeah. what I want to see. Yeah. Like, isn't it just a bunch of, like, just crazy Illinois drunks? Yep. Yep. Eating, yeah. eating pork chops on a stick and fried ding dongs. Yeah. And- yeah. Girls like, pulling their tops down, like, that whole thing. Stuff. I know oh, it's yeah. not like that now, but that's what I was hoping to go, you know, see. But mm-hmm. I didn't get to see it. Mm-hmm. Dahmer, you, you raced round two of the Amsoil. Dirt bike kids, terra, terra from a triple crown at Glen Helen. That was Sunday. Yeah, Saturday was just hand holding with the old lady. You know, a little bed, bath, and beyond that mm, kind of shit. You I know? like yeah. that. And then uh, yeah, Sunday we uh, did round two of Terra Firma series. It was too. It was very humid here in Southern California this weekend. Yeah, which is like thirty percent probably. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday I was driving through Lake Elsinore and it was raining. Yeah, it rained at yeah. my house Saturday. I got a flood watch warning on my iPhone yeah. yesterday. I'm all come on. It was a trip all weekend. Yeah. Like what's going on there? Yeah. Yeah, huge know. turnout Sunday. It was busy. I, it was crazy yeah, it was to see how many people. A lot of people. A lot huh? of people. I mean, it's two Sundays in a row. It's been packed out there. Mm-hmm. I almost wish round three was this weekend so we'd get over with. I'm liking, Glenn the, I'm liking the break. I'm Take over the Glenn Take the off. I don't know. That'd be nice. So Saturday, I was supposed to go to Paris and go ride with Scrub Daddy. And, like, I'm a big believer in, like, signs. And, like, little shit went wrong. Like, I was loading up and i didn't have tie downs and i was like ah you didn't have your uh well, well i didn't have my van yeah let's let's tell the quick story you didn't of have why your factory you don't why you don't have your van why don't you have your van huh you, d- you pulled an a-ray is what you did no, he pulled a hoppa hoppa oh, did you A-Ray? do it too no i didn't do it no but i've definitely forgotten like my helmet oh I'm no no, no this no, is no, worse you than know, that you know no i I'm know i'm just saying like it's something that i would for sure do that's why i don't drive a diesel yeah so so i'm driving the sprinter I'm going to Roy Cycler to pick something up. Now I was going to take wheels because Paul Parabino's tested for us. So pull into the shell station because it has diesel. Wait for the pump that has diesel because I'm home on a Prius is filling up his gas there. I pull into it. My phone rings. It's Mike Sleater. It says Sleater Australia. I'm all, holy shit. Mike Sleater's calling me from Australia. So I answer it. And I'm all, I can't believe you're having another kid. And we just start talking. And we're talking and comparing notes on the 23 KTMs. Because the 2023 KTMs that he just tested for Transmoto Magazine in Australia is the first set of KTMs that he has no influence or no insight on. And uh, so we're talking and comparing notes, and he's like, oh, I love, I love it. Our opinions are the same, and we're talking, and I'm so excited to talk to him. I put fucking 91 octane gas in my Sprinter. Your diesel Sprinter. Yeah, my diesel Sprinter. That ain't going to work. And the thing is, is I Ooh. even, I even, when I was like, I got the gas and I'm talking to him and I had the gassing in my hand. I looked at the 87, 89, or 91. And just the night before I'd fill up my wife's BMW and she's like yelling at me because I put 89 in it instead of 91. So I was like, 91. And I got two blocks up the road and it went, and I was like, oh, shit. I knew exactly what I did. As soon as it hiccuped, so I pulled over, killed it, thinking I did it quick enough. But had to get it towed to Walters, and it's going to cost $16,500 to replace the fuel system and sensors and flush the system. Mm. But thankfully, Progressive Insurance comprehensive part of the comp- collision is going to pay for it. So oh, wow. $1,000 deductible, but... So I was talking to Walters. I go, I'm an idiot. I did this. And the guy just laughs and goes, we get that once a week. 
That's like this is pretty common. I don't yeah. understand why the hell is a like you know it's not supposed to fit right. Mm -hmm. So the diesel tube is bigger than a gas hole. Mm -hmm. So you can't put diesel on a car that takes gasoline, but you can do the opposite. It should be the opposite because more people I'm sure put gas in their diesels because they grew up putting gas in their car. Mm -hmm. no, I'm not making excuses. Brain fart. But yeah, so that's why. So I was driving the custom upfits Dodge Promaster. Promaster. Dude, I hit my head every time I get in that van. Really? Because when you pull yourself up from the steering wheel and get yeah. in, even though it's the high roof, it's lower opening than the spring. I've never hit my head on mine. Yeah, never. Probably because the way I get in, I jump yeah. up. Anyway. It's crazy. So I, like the, the tie-down thing happened, and then the ramp was weird. And, and then I went. I was like, oh, I'm going to wear my A-Stars kit with my yellow boots and yellow gloves and yellow Swabmo Live helmet, the trim. And I went in the closet, and there's no visor on that helmet. I don't know why there's no visor on it, but I was like, ah, there's too many things wrong. I'm going to go ride mountain bikes instead. So I went to the luge and met my buddy Matt Boyd, who uh, I went to Whistler with. Mm -hmm. And I get there, and he goes, man, it sure is hot. It was already 85 degrees at 8.30 or 9 o'clock. And he goes, we should go bust Emptor out of jail instead, taking a breakfast. So Steve's the guy who broke his mm -hmm. heels in the Whistler, so we took him to breakfast. So I did nothing worthwhile Saturday except hang out with my buddies. And then I went and I got my ass kicked at Glen Helen. Jeez. You did get your ass kicked yesterday. I did. Yeah. Did, did Scrub Daddy beat you? No, he don't race. He oh. would have never beat me, though. Wait, Who too, beat you, though? too rough. Hmm? Who beat you? Uh, five of the 13 guys in my race. Dude, we can't be getting, like, top fives. We need we need at least podium. Mm. Not at Glen Helen. We need at least podium. I can win my class anywhere else, not at Glen Helen. No, you can't win at LACR, apparently, because Scrub Daddy beat you there. That's the only place you can beat me. Oh, okay. It's smooth. <laughs> It's smooth. There's man. so many exceptions over here. I don't <laughs> know. I'm, all I'm hearing is excuses. <laughs> anyway, so that's that. Yeah. But this morning I went to the Honda track with Vince Freezy and Mitchell Oldenburg. Ooh, Supercross action. Is it just hot as balls over there? Dude, right Supercross in August is not fun. It was Can't like imagine. It was 90 degrees at 10 o'clock. Oh, my God. But uh, I heard a lot of things. Anton, there's a lot of stuff. I haven't watched the news break that came up, the first one this year, about Supercross yet. But are there secrets that you know about it and that I may have heard today that are not available to the public that we shouldn't talk about? Uh, I mean, as far as... Like the points for pole? Uh, yeah, I know that there's like format stuff that they're trying to do. Dude, all like kinds little of things. crazy points things. Then I heard this, like... Each team is only allowed to have one spare engine. Yeah. So that's part of the that's part of the shipping thing. And I was talking about that with somebody the other day. Like these people that think they're gonna ride two different bikes, you can only take like so many sets of wheels, so many this, so many that. Yeah. So if anybody's taking two different bikes, like you're not gonna be able to have as multiple spares as you would. Like yeah. to ride one bike, one all that would be the best way to go. Yeah. It's, yeah it, there's I, a couple little things I've heard that are funky like that. Yeah. I heard that if you blow up your motor and have to use the spare motor, there's a points penalty. Have you heard that? Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Cause there's like F1 stuff that is like that as far really? as like, okay. uh, regulations and a, a cost cap. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, like 
Um, there's still so much stuff that I was hearing that even the teams at that point in time hadn't really gotten clarification on. Mm -hmm. So when they would tell me stuff, they're like, yeah, this is kind of what we've heard, but we don't know for sure, for sure yet. Mm -hmm. And then are the spec tire things out? Like oh, a spec tire. Everyone was, everyone in the series was going to have to run Pirelli's, I guess. But I See, guess I had out. heard. See, it's funny you say that because, like, a couple of weeks ago, I had heard that there was talk of, like, a spec piece of gear that everybody was going to have to use. But that was just a rumor at the time. Well, like, I, I doubt that that one's going to happen. No, it was a goggle. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, but I don't, I don't see how that could be possible. I don't, like... I don't see how you could do that much control or if there would be anybody that's even going to pay that much money to like completely block it out, yeah. you know. Okay, so then uh, there's are there only three rounds on the calendar for sure? Mm -hmm. Yeah, just three rounds this year. Australia is a two-race uh, weekend. Um, it's two days, but it's just one round. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the third one is supposed to be Indonesia, which hasn't gotten announced yet. Jakarta. Jakarta, yeah. It's at this really, really nice stadium that just got finished. What about the France one that Eli's racing? Or, or UK one? The UK one. Um, that's the first the UK one. one. That's the first one. That's in Cardiff. Uh, that would make Cardiff. four rounds then, wouldn't it? No. Well, so you just said there's only two in Australia. It, there's two in Australia, but the two races are considered one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, are they on separate weekends, though? No, they're they're together. They're like a two night deal, like Friday, Saturday night or Saturday, uh -huh. Sunday. I have to look at the date. But then the thing that works well with that is the Australian National Supercross Championship is going to be the weekend between the Australia races and then the Jakarta race. So yeah. they're hoping that people stay down there and just race that mm -hmm. or just go on like holiday over in Bali or something. So England, Australia, Jakarta. Wasn't there talk of a Singapore round? Yeah, Jakarta is... Uh, oh, that's considered Singapore? Yeah, that's Indonesia, yeah. Malaysia? Yeah. Is Malaysia, Indonesia, yeah. it's all yeah, like the it's same? All like it's like Sanfini. Yeah, it's all right there. Yeah. I did really... I, th I think next year they're they're wanting to do a race actually like in Singapore. Mm -hmm. I remember they were talking about whenever we were there... Not at not at Shangri La Beach. No, right? no, not at not at the beach race, but like, uh, but like maybe like on like some type of boat or some some floating thing. What? Yeah, it's they weird. got too much money down there. I don't know. That's just what Pablo told me. Pablo might have just I don't know. Or is it on the boat on the top of that hotel? No, it's definitely not on that <laughs> thing. No. Did you go up there? No, it cost oh. it cost forty bucks to go up that thing. Oh yeah, no, we ain't we ain't paying that. Not paying to go in a hotel. No. Yeah. No. Also. Um, that we we did here i think this week um that rebel straight rhythm is back so mm -hmm. that yz250 that i bought that's what i'm building it for we're getting ready baby i thought you were racing your honda no can't get that thing to run <laughs> no no it runs amazing i wrote it at Glen helen like the fucking thing rips right yeah. but i think the yamaha is just going to be a little bit better i think it's going to be a little bit faster will you be independent by that time or is that all a gray that's, area? That's the gray area. That's October, yeah. yeah. So. You got two months to get that thing going. Is I that already thing have like steel oh, frame? No. It's no, aluminum, it's, it's so aluminum it's, frame. It's relatively yeah. current? Yeah, it's a 2006 YZ250. Yeah, uh -huh. I mean, I have all the parts for it. Everything's ready to go. Um, I just got to get uh, some suspension done. And then, um, I don't know, maybe like some engine stuff. Like maybe just like a 
like just fucking punch a damn big ass hole in the thing and just bore the shit out of it. Because I so, mean, like, if to to be competitive, you have to have a very fast bike in that race, right? Yeah. And we're gonna be racing against KTM 300s that are fuel injected, and you you guys rode those things. Like, it's amazing mm-hmm. that bike, that new bike, that two stroke. So. Uh, I'm going to try and make my bike as good as possible. Um, I think that this year I will have a better bike than I did the last time I raced. The so, Suzuki? Yeah, yeah. So So uh, is it a retro-themed event again? Like, uh, I, I have no idea. So I have no idea. Uh, but I did hear that it's going to be uh, – it's not going to be in Pomona. On I, the I, beach. It's, all, it's in Huntington Beach. Or yeah. Something, right? On the yeah, beach. It's freaking but badass. it's not sand. It's no, no. It's no. on the cement. Yeah, it'll it's be on a parking the, lot. Yeah, it'll be on the cement or something, yeah. Wow. I think that's going to be something that's super cool, right? Like, I'll, like, that's one of my favorite events. Obviously, it's scary as shit, right? You're going in one line. You, like, get your momentum carried, and you're going faster and faster and faster all the way down this long stretch. But it's one of those events that you just absolutely freaking – it's going to be badass. Yeah. All the beautiful babies are going to be out for that one. Oh, yeah. On the beach. Yeah, Sam's coming to that one. I can't really look. You know, I can't be looking mm. elsewhere. <laughs> we'll look for you. Okay, there we go. When is it? August or October? October October fifteenth. October fifteenth. Oh, it'll still be hot in California. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. So, hmm. so uh, yeah, you know, even just in the last like two weeks, the last part of the year's calendar is really filled out a lot, and uh, on top of that, too, I think even in the next few days, we'll hear even more stuff of like. This Supercross motocross thing, I bet we hear that pretty soon because that was supposed to drop after High Point and it kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed. But I bet something along these next few weeks we hear when that thing happens. So then you add those races in for next year, no Monster Cup or anything like that. But yeah, man, the calendar is really, really coming together and getting even busier this last little bit. I mean, I know, I know there's a lot of people that complain like, hey, like there's no more, no more races, no more races, no more races. But like for a guy like, like uh, like a privateer guy or a guy like me, like more races, honestly, in the off season sort of helps us out a lot more. Like it helps us get through the year. Like we're not guys like us aren't making a, like a ton of money and stuff. It, like these extra races that they are bringing in, like I don't know, in these off season races and and maybe even like these three hybrids that they're talking about for next series, like next year. It helps guys like us out. It mm-hmm. does. It really does. Hey, on that uh, on that note, let's take a quick break here from our sponsors. Back for more. Race Deck is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company, with over 35 years' experience personalizing your suspension setups. Race Tech Gold Valves provide a plush feel, which drastically improve bottoming resistance and increased traction. Hey, everyone, Don Moyetti here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next cleaning air filters or changing oil, tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. 
Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is 9 times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing Taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Um, designations. What about uh, Barsha Barsha's? Barsha's uh, I withdraw thing, right? I mean, it's understandable, right? I mean, like he, ju- I don't know, like he just got comfortable on his 450. How's he gonna hop down to a 250? And and be competitive. I don't know. Like there were some people at Glen Helen who were saying that like he he wasn't he was pretty far off the pace, right? Yeah. So like, Chase was there that day, and he said he didn't look good at all. Yeah. But then he said he also talked to people, and Barsha was doing testing for Pierce and Mosman or something. It wasn't oh, okay. like really. But I mean, I don't, they they might have said that to him. But uh, I heard today that like Christian doesn't want to do it. I mean, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard that from Christian. Yeah, I mean, I seen Someone, on Instagram they had a bike built, graphics on it, everything, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I think. Uh, what's the latest, Justin Cooper? I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, probably. He yeah, Justin it, got though. himself back in. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, he beat everyone in that one moto. I mean, he shows. His. I mean, yeah, like I feel like I still need to see more out of him. Honestly, I mean, that's one moto. You would choose Christian on two fifty over him. <sighs> I mean, before before that last before that last race, yeah. You know. So was Christian and Barsha the only options from 450 guys dropping down? Because Anderson's, so, yeah. Anderson's out. Yeah. Yeah. So they were the main two, and then Justin, you know, pulled himself in into the same thing that they kind of said to Chase about the testing thing. It seems like there's been a lot of searching on that gas gas bike, even in the the last little bit. Like Mosman, who was 
told us like, oh man, I love my setup and I love this and I love that. He went off and straight away from his baseline setup and then got lost for a few races and then came back to it. So it's, I, I would believe that, yeah, Justin probably is doing some stuff for them. But yeah, I mean, he's just as lost in his setup as he's been, you know, trying so many different things every couple weeks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for him to pull out like that isn't, I don't think a big surprise, but it did show how much he wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's really now down to Justin and, and Christian. And I kind of agree with you, Don. I think that Justin is just, you know, he's been there. He knows the thing. He knows the race experience. He's done donations. But it'd be awesome for Christian because this would be like the cherry on top yeah, what of a, a, of a great year. year, right? Like what a year, And right? I'm not saying at all that I don't think Christian should go or be the guy. Totally. Uh, I'm just saying what I heard. I heard Christian doesn't want to go. And I heard there's drama or tension I, with within the team because Christian's leaving and Justin wants the position. I don't, I don't know. It's just what I was told, not what I think, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, I think, even listening to him on the pulp show like justin uh he didn't really like that he was he wasn't even considered he he said that the whole he felt a little bit disrespected yeah honestly yeah so i mean oh he was pissed yeah yeah he, he was pissed you could tell in his voice you could yeah i mean he he was not happy mm-hmm. but i think like one race kind of got him back one race and then the last 7 days kind of unfolding the way they did with with Justin pulling himself out, Jason really not being uh, a potential candidate. And like, that was a perfect result for him to get at that time because so many people, you know, want that decision to be made by now so they can go into Unadilla in a couple weeks and announce it. And, you know, Avery, you said something last week and I had been thinking about it this morning about, you know, why do we announce so soon? Like, why is August such the rush? Dude, I think they kind of almost have to, especially for the U.S. guys, because it's so hard for us to get everything over there. They have to announce way, way, way in advance to get gear made, to get bikes put together, to get everything shipped over there in time. You know, some of those European countries, it's as easy as, like, driving five or six hours, whereas mm-hmm. for us, it's it, it's like a two-week lead-out time just to get the bike over there in time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but but this year, I mean, I feel like, we should yeah they t- have way more time now we have yeah. way more time like this year we have way more time let's let's try to fucking win or get on the podium at least in our home country you know let's bring all of our guns there like let's in like make it work hmm. i don't know has uh have other countries announced their teams yet yeah that's what yeah, i was going to ask like like are, do, do, like, are the lawrence brothers riding for australia yeah, so I was saying, if I australia's seen. announced which which lawrence brothers riding a 450 is Jet. Joe riding Jet. for Japan? Jet yeah. will be riding yeah. the 450. Sick. Yeah. Joe yeah. will be on the 450? So, or Jet will be on the 450, sorry. Who's the third Australian? Mitch Evans. Mitch Evans. Mitch Evans, oh. yeah. Yeah. MXGP guy. So, yeah. Yeah. So all Honda, all Honda lineup, which is mm-hmm. good. All factory Honda lineup, which is really, really good for them. Dude, that could um, win. Oh, yeah. That could, that could be a winning team for sure. If mm-hmm. Mitch has everything go well, and, you know, Hunter won 2018 in the MX2 class. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Hunter could do it again. Jet could be great. That's a really, really strong team. Dude, I can't wait to see Jet on a 450. No, that will be, be yeah. the first time we get to see it. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, Japan's good. And the cool thing that they said in that press release is that Joe's the team leader. You know, Joe is the team captain because, you know, yeah, there are two 450 guys, but Joe's the one that's going to have the most experience in the U.S. at that race so, or at that track. So mm-hmm. that was cool to see. Uh, the Netherlands came out. So that's uh, Koldenhoff, DeWolf, and 
uh, Calvin Volandrin. Oh, you know, that's going to be a good. That's a good team. team. Even with Jeffrey not there, that's a good team. Um, and then Italy hasn't announced yet, but you know we all know Antonio is going to be there, and they're the defending champions. Mm-hmm. And then uh, GB, like Great Britain's the other one that isn't announced, but everything that I've heard is supposed to be Dean his like last Husky ride. Uh, Anstey with firepower riding the MX2 bike, and then Tommy Cyril would be the guy that they were thinking was going to come over because he rides a Honda and he's been doing pretty good because it doesn't sound like factory Cowie or some of the other teams are going to like give all their support to send a guy over here right now. Mm. So it seems like your Reeves team might step up and, and host maybe two of the great British riders. Hmm. So who will be the Puerto Rico team? The, apparently it might not happen this year. Anderson and some people. Oh, Anderson's I understand. They like surgery or something. They? They had wanted to do it, but then they the real Puerto Rican that they were going to have on the team, like the legit guy from the island, uh, they couldn't come up with what they needed to do. So it sounds like it might not happen this year. Mm. Are we able to talk about what uh, what's the name said about the golf thing and the thing they're trying to raise? Paravinos? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think the press release isn't out, but there's uh, going to be a golf tournament. What the day after Paula, the last Paula, right? I think we said the day after the national. I think so. Yeah, yeah. What, to raise money for for US team, team. USA. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. The golf tournament that we're gonna do. Yep. What What's the date on it? Is it in Se- September fourth, the day after September the national? September fourth. Okay. At Paula or at Paula, or what? I goal? might still be a little sore. It's all right. I still might be a little bit sore. Yeah, beer. Okay. Beer does <laughs> the pain. I'll be there. No, I mean I've been golfing twice. Since I had my surgery, I just I just golf one-handed. I'm really not bad from, like, 100 yards out. So, if we're playing best ball, <laughs> like, dude, I'm telling you, like, we're, we're pretty good. You can ask Hartraft. I hit some good. Yeah, it is. It's a scramble. Did you talk to Hartraft? It's a scramble. Yeah. He's in. Uh, I haven't talked to him yet about that, no, but I've talked to Hartraft. Yeah. Uh, so, it's going to be me, you, Hartraft, and Cody Shock, maybe? Yeah, let's just put us all in a group chat. We'll do it. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Team SML. Yeah, wow. Team SML. Yeah. So, uh. A Ray has been uh, co-hosting show or hosting shows for us. You did yeah. two last week, right? Yeah, I did two. No, three. I've done three so yeah, far. Yeah, but last week you did two yeah. that are in the can. Yeah. Cody Shock and uh, uh, Varese. Varese. Yeah. yeah. Joshua Varese. Yeah. He didn't get stuck stung by a bee this time. No, he didn't get stung by a bee. I forgot to even ask him that. But uh, but uh, yeah, he told me that story because I saw him at Glen Helen that day. <laughs> oh, he did. Yeah. Yeah. He said he was all bee. Yeah. So. I don't know, man. It's it's something different. I mean, it's it's a lot different than you know us three like sitting here shooting yeah. the shit. Um, did, you you know. did a great job in in the Volan one. For yeah, sure you yeah, did. no, I, yeah, the comments was, and the response was positive. Yeah, too. I think the the freeze one was definitely the hardest one. I mean, me and Cody, we had we had a lot of good stuff to talk about. Uh, you know, him and I have a lot in common. You know, with us being neighbors and. You know, I'd, I'd known Volan for for years, so we had a lot to talk about and a lot of stuff that I was like sort of curious about as well. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was good, and then yeah, I mean the Vries one was it was a bit harder. I didn't know much about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I looked up some stuff like on his Instagram, and I watched the previous the one. Research he's doing. Maybe, I watched right? the previous one about like you know him living at Milestone and yeah. you know all that stuff, which is super crazy. You're like me, a right? real Bob Costas, look at you. Yeah. yeah right? So uh, 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, I looked up his past results, all kinds of stuff. You know, I just uh, kind of went in on there. Daddy Frank was very highly complimented of, of your performance. He enjoyed yeah. He said, I think A-Ray did an amazing job. Yeah. yeah. No, I think he should good. take over the show. I don't want to No, do I don't know about that. I mean, I, I can. I can if you need me to. I just, I just maybe like a little bit of a compensation might be nice. I gave it to <laughs> you. I know. I know you did. No, but thank uh, you. I appreciate that. So you were on hand for a little bit of Nico's, right? Yes. Yeah, so Nico Izzy's back on the scene. Uh, he came in. He's going to be our Swap Motor Live show tomorrow at 11. Um, yeah, I think, I'm think i hoping Chase finished it because I told Nico he could watch it before it goes up. Uh, but Chase is on birthday, do not disturb, and he won't yeah. text me a link. But anyway, yeah, Nico came back out to uh, the race series yesterday. And he's in a all, new look. Yeah, he all daddied out. Oh, O'Neal had to man, tell. I love to see the it. the ride yesterday. Yeah. I love to see it, man. He even looks he, I was hey, head to toe. He looked leaner. He, he looked he, lean on in the gear, too. Is he yeah. head to toe? Head to toe. Yep. He even had the helmet on. Yeah. What about Blur? Uh, I, didn't pay, I didn't know if the goggles. Yeah, we, need, we need to figure that out. We need to check yeah, that out. But yeah, he's. look at some photos. He's pumped. Yeah, no, that's awesome. He's in O'Neal gear. That's the cool thing about Frank, dude. He gives everyone a second chance, right? Right, yeah. I mean, he. Oh, wait, did he have – no, he had Alpine Star boots on. Yeah, oh, he, he, had, did? he didn't have okay. – he yeah. wouldn't have the RDX2s on. Yeah, he two point two two point two. sorry. his boots. Did he? Yeah, Shane Marklin oh. bought him for him. Yeah. Alpine I mean, Star. dude, that's just, that just goes to show how, like, good of a company and, you know, how Daddy Frank, like, how good of a person he is, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think it was the end of 2017, I didn't have a gear deal, and, um, you know, Davey was kind of like my agent, right? And then I, I remember – I remember the first time meeting Frank. We went to Wood Ranch in Corona, and it was me, Davey, Mark, and uh, and Frank. And, like, we all sat down, talked about everything, and, and the whole thing was just – it was amazing, you know, getting to talk to Frank. And then uh, I ended up signing a deal and then getting a ride with Cycle Trader for, um, like, a full year and having to change gear. To Moose. Yes, yeah. to Moose. And then uh, – but immediately, like, once once that was over, like, I remember, like, we were at Vegas and like Frank wa- or not Frank, but Mark walked up and was like, Hey man, like, so last round you want to, you want to get back in O'Neill? I'm like, duh, mm-hmm. you know? And then like that led into, you know, I got a factory right after that. So O'Neill was on, you know, a factory bike and outdoors for a few races. And then, uh, that relationship sort of carried on. Obviously like I had to wear the Thor gear with HEP, but immediately after that, I've been, I've been O'Neill ever since. And mm-hmm. uh, it just, they're a freaking family, man. It's mm-hmm. like they they've stuck their neck out for me and you know, like I don't know, I just I can't see myself wearing anything else. It's great people. Yeah. And dude, I'm telling you, like people people talk about these RDX two point twos, but like they are the most comfortable boot. Like they're like stylish. I I stunted in those red boots the past like two years, right? <laughs> like uh they sold out. You can't find them. You can't even find them on eBay anymore, bro. He's got he's got a pair that I'm gonna I'm gonna swoop up from him like those red ones but yeah yeah I mean I I wore two point twos in Singapore they looked amazing the best <laughs> you've ever looked on a motorcycle oh yeah that's the best performance ever well no the the, porma- the performance was no like you just sitting yeah. on the bike is what I'm saying yeah the performance was definitely not you've there, almost got me convinced to call him up and get a pair just that's what I'm saying dude I'm they're telling not bad you, they're, they're not good. bad like the ankle support in them they have like the nice like soft foam hinged, on the inside of, hinged yeah they're boot. hinged boot hinged. you know they're, they're you can ride racing them right out of the box right out of the box that you know for even for someone who has like a wider foot like they're you're not cramped in there like it's super nice I do I'm flat footed hey they would work amazing for you because i am too like i'm i'm flat-footed as hell so they would work amazing 
Hey, we I keep get, talking I, about it. I'm going to have to invoice him for this hey, or something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this right now. You know how hard I am on shit? Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Okay. I had two pairs of boots on the truck all year. Supercross. I only I pretty much wore one pair the whole year. Still have them at my house. They're brand new. Looking. Now, in years past, other brands you've worn, how many boots would you usually oh, go these. through? Bro, I mean, I went through. I mean, I, w- I went through boots every two weeks. Because I've heard, I've heard from, I've know every two riders, weeks. and I've heard the stories of like, oh, I've been, and it's kind of astonishing every to two hear weeks. how many boots some of these guys go through in a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, two when weeks. you wore CDs. And those screws that were in the seat, you should fuck your bikes up. Huh? Oh, I know. I fucked a few of your bikes up, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Hey, Don, my bike blew up again. <laughs> Got any two VDFs laying around? I can ride it the, the whole summer. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, Anton, is there anything juicy or new that you've heard in the off week? Uh, really a lot of it, I've just been kind of like getting ready for Loretta's and seeing what's getting ready to happen down there. Yeah. Uh, Cause I'm going to head down on Wednesday morning and just spend like Wednesday through Saturday, you know, watch the championship stuff happen. But that, this is going to be a good one. Cause you know, there's Ryder D and chance. I miss, I mean, that's, that's going to yeah. be a good battle. B class battle is going to be great. Like it always is. So uh, wait, it sounds, I saw uh Ryder put a thing out. He's, he's wearing Fox gear at Loretta's. He's not finishing out his amateur on Renan. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I guess more and more has kind of come out slowly but surely. Like, he does have a deal for next year, although everybody was saying that he didn't and all that stuff. So it seems like, deal. you know, he's really yeah. – he's at Cali. Like, it's all good. And it seems like more and more as time goes on, it's him just like kind of settling into that groove of I'm going to be a PC guy pretty soon. Yes. Hey, so on the whole Kawasaki thing, what about Forkner? Like, does Forkner have a 450 spot? 250. He'll he be has 250 next year. He'll be yeah. 250 next year, the whole the whole year. As far as I know. Oh, okay. And then he's buying some fancy car, right? <laughs> he bought an R8. No, yeah. he did not. Yeah, Don't say. I saw yeah, his vlog, and I was like, dude, what are you doing? He got an R8, yeah. Seen it on his Instagram. Wow. All right. But, uh, yeah, like, so, uh, I don't know if that was the smartest financial decision. That's I would. I, mean. I would have I maybe, like, you know. Called Josh Hansen. I would have maybe, like. It kept a house and rented it out and maybe use that money to buy another house or, you know, maybe like a rental property or something like I would invest in that money. I feel I, I personally think that like a car is the worst investment you could get. Yeah. You know, because immediately as soon as you drive that thing off the, the lot, it, <laughs> I mean, 50 grand gone mm-hmm. for one of those cars. Hey, and Beckler, is Evan Ferry a B rider still? He's a B rider yes. still. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. so yeah, Evan and, and Hayden Deegan will be battling this. Well, no. No. I gotta look, but might not be necessarily because Hayden might be in like Schoolboy or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I gotta, I gotta make sure like what class each guy's in. He's, yeah. in a, he's in a, he's in a B class because I looked at his his bike today on Instagram and he has the yellow background. Yeah. So Hayden will be in one of the B classes, and then I think because you never know because they have like 250B stock, stock mod, yeah. you know, they have all that shit, right? So like they might be in different classes because I mean when you're a kid like that, you're chasing championships, right? Like. So you kind of like see where everyone kind of like goes and yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's, it's a whole fucking. So game. like, yeah, on that note, like I was talking to Enzo Timmerman and he's racing 250 B stock mm-hmm. and then another 450 B stock on his 250 because you have to be 16 to race a 450, I guess. Yeah, but you can ride a 250 in the 450 That's club? a new rule because I raced when I was That's 14. a newer rule, yeah. yeah. No, that came out a couple years ago. 
Yeah, I, was I just raced like, wow, the 450B class when I was like 14, I think, in 2008. Yeah. 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 Uh, looking at 250B lineup right now, I mean, dude, that's that's going to be the class this week to watch. Yeah. Uh, Dax and Binnick, Preston Baseplug. Uh, yeah, Hayden Deegan. I mean, uh, I, Evan I, Ferry, Mark Phineas. Dude, and honestly, like, I watched this last year and, and nobody ever talked about it, which was weird. Phineas and Ferry, like, were killing each other all week last week Bro, that and or last year mm-hmm. and i can't wait to see them like just keep going and going and going because they're only getting bigger and they're only getting faster and more's on the line now because like phineas is a good ktm kid evan's going through you know the change that he's going through right now to really put himself where he wants to be in these next few years mm-hmm. and then you add in the hayden thing and it's like whoa dude this could be this real titanic battle of three dudes just going for it. And then you have Binnick and Baselug and all these other guys that are out there that you're like, wow, man, this is this is going to be it. Aiden Kiefer's in that one. Like, yeah, 250B this this week is going to be solid. And then uh, looking at it, Schoolboy 2. That's the other really, really good one. Yeah. Shout out to the Kiefer's. I, I, I just love it. I love it. No, it's it's awesome. It's, it's rad. Awesome. I, I mean, obviously, they're local with us here. We see them weekly all the time. And, yeah. And, and they, they race our series. I mean, and seeing... I, I feel, you know, I look at it from the dad side for Kiefer being going doing this experience with 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 Aiden and do it's so awesome. Yeah, Aiden's such a cool kid too. Right? Yeah, you know he's fast. Like, dude, I remember him at State Fair. Like, right when he was like on big bikes and stuff, he was really coming into his own. I'm like, dude, I don't want to come here and ride with him. He's gonna <laughs> smoke me. Yeah. Do you think he's gonna? You know, he's always been number seventy-one, right? But he's forty-seven. Loretta, so he's got this whole AK-47 thing going. Oh. Uh, do you think he stays 47? I would. I think that's sick. Yeah, it yeah, works I good, would, huh? yeah. Just like Colt 45? Yeah. Does he have to call Emig and see if it's okay or what? <laughs> Emig's selling his bike, I saw. <laughs> I know, I saw that. Damn. I don't know. So, uh, is the uh, Supercross Futures or... Combine all that is that indicative of what's going to happen at Loretta's? Is Loretta's just its own animal? I would say Loretta's is its own animal. Yeah. yeah, I mean they have like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's totally different. I think there will be there will be some stuff that you see, like a couple guys that, especially at the combine a few weeks ago, that that put themselves on the radar pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean Hayden pretty much it, smoked everyone, and I think that Hayden, I mean Hayden really set it down, yeah. Yeah, and I think Loretta's kind of suits his style more. Like if there's like a moto late in the day when there's ruts and like to where you have to be really smart with your lines and like find smooth ones. I don't know what it is about like him. I watch his videos. I've seen him at Loretta's, um, you know, a few years now. Like whenever he was on Super Minis, because I like I watch. I mean, even if I'm not at Loretta's, I'm in. I'm watching it every week, right, or every day, you know, on on YouTube. And the way that he can move around the track, I don't know what he learned it from, or just watching videos, or or training out here in California, riding the tracks out here. I don't know, but like he can hop around, find smooth lines, and like he's really good in some of the ruts and popping out of them, like pretty much like how Loretta's forms into. Um, yeah, I just, I just think that it's going to be hard for any of those B guys to beat him. Hmm. How many Loretta's did you do, A Ray? I went seven, I think. Seven oh. Loretta's. Yeah. Yeah. How far from your house is that place? Uh, seventy miles. Oh shit, you're local, local. Yeah, I'm local. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, that's what we talked about on the uh, Max Volan uh, SML show presented by OGO Power Sports and Yamaha. 
Because <laughs> like uh, uh, every year, whenever he was on Superminis, 125s, no matter what. Um, Came to your house. Yeah, and him, and, right? him and Talon would come to the house, and he, they would ride my uh, the outdoor track that we had. Talon there. would ride too? No, no. Oh, Talon yeah. would just be watching. Uh. Talon would have his uh, headphones in, and he's, like, doing phone calls all day for a Cherby's. You know what I mean? He was he was working, but he was still watching his kids. So. Does Talon still work for a Cherby's? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny. The, the weeks leading up to, like, this week with the Reddas and, you know, all around the like – the, especially, like, the Kiefer's and everyone's talking Loretta's and all this stuff. And I start – it's like I even – I've never been – I've never even been to Loretta's. Like, I've never even been there, let alone Are you going this year? No, 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 no. You should. But, but, but I, I start inside. I start going, oh, you know what? Maybe I should try and go there, like, qualify and experience and go there. You should. But then you I'll, should. But then I'll watch it. And I see how shitty the track is and the conditions, and I go, mm. "It's not shitty." I go, "No, no." no. And it's then I can, tight. you need to go. And then you I can almost go. feel the humidity through the screen when I watch, and I go, mm, "No, I'm good." The jumps, like I mean, they're it, none of the jumps are any bigger. I don't think than yeah, they're in, like small. a vet track, but like they get tough, obviously, because the track gets rough. But I think it would be a good experience for for us to go one year. I think. All of us. The I whole like SML. Not me. I'm not going back. The whole there. SML squad. I want. Every, I think everyone should try and qualify. Chase, Anton, Dahmer. Oh, no, get the Don, fuck out of no. here! That's Everybody. the stupidest thing you've no, ever said. No, no. <laughs> and we all fucking. We all take a bus and we all load the bikes the up bus. and we go there. You know, we we go a week early. We prep at the house in Tennessee, and and we have fun. We have a whole week. We'll have cervezas after the day. Like you I don't know. drink. Oh God! Yeah, here we go. Hey, that's see, why your roommate won't talk to me anymore. No, he disowned you because you. He's, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Can't believe it. Yeah, he just couldn't. He just maybe Anton will race when they have an electric bike class. On the start. That might be coming soon. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. But, yeah. What do you think? That is that? Not, I feel like that would be fucking awesome. Dude. I see where it would be like like when Don did it, and I remember reading that in Transworld. I'm like, man, that looks cool. You know? It was horrifying. But then I've. I've, yeah, I've gone down there and I watched that, and like I could not imagine riding that track. Well, they got an e-bike race. No too. offense to everybody, no offense to anybody, but like even just shooting that track for that many days is just like, oh my god, I could not imagine just seven days and just all the dude the time and effort that it takes for us to get down there. Mm-hmm. That's a full time job in itself. There would be nobody going to the Supercross races or anything to get us there at all. Like I'm, I'm just saying, Anthony, I, I really respect how many people. Racing, you know? <laughs> I really respect how people like have to go through that. I was even thinking earlier, like families that'll go to two or three different regionals or something just to know that they're going to get in. I mean, that's mm-hmm. nuts. That's that's a lot of uh, commitment. So Tate Brush, um, you met you met that family, uh, the family that bought the mm-hmm. land that I had the outdoor trek on. Um, yeah, I mean, the, his their kids six, seven, eight. He's he's around that age, right? And like he's on the baby cobra, and he's actually one of the kids coming in i think the four to six class who's no i think okay so he's in four to six so he's six i think mm-hmm. something like that yeah he's or he's in that age group right he i mean he's he's coming into loretta's as one of the kids to win that class and like the amount like uh, they've been doing 30 minute motos after school everything after dad gets off work until dark just 30 minute motos right and they just took him took his kid to uh to matt walker's like the whole month before loretta's to train i mean he's mm-hmm. on a 50 you know i think that's I mean, that's dedication. The kid freaking loves it. I think it's mm-hmm. badass. It just – that's freaking dedication right there. I mean, for us coming from California, that's a that's a two-week trip. I mean, to get there, to hold – there's a whole week the, you're there. The thing is, is, is if you're a native of California and you don't go back like Kiefer's did, you're at a huge disadvantage right. when you get there. Because, like, I went – like, beforehand, Emig was like, just ride Paris. 
Paris is the ruddiest track we have here, right, Paris? There. Not lately, and, fuck. Well, I'm just saying back then, no yeah. no dice, dude. I'd never seen straightaway ruts before I went to Loretta's. <laughs> I fell 11 times in my first practice session. So it was kind of like you going to Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Hey, when you're seven tours of duty there, did you guys camp there or did you go home every day? Uh, we No, we camped there. And then uh, I usually, like, the only, there was only, I think, one time where I made it one class. So, like, the uh, like the one day I had off, we would go home or something like that. But, yeah, for the most part, we, we took our motorhome up there and we camped. And you were there. Because, like, I mean, it wasn't just me racing. It was my dad who was racing, too. So yeah. Ronnie would race, the vet class? Dude. Did he race? Rondago, dude, Rondog will tell you about fucking, oh, god damn, fucking, uh, what was it? Loretta Lynn's 95. Oh, he was on a Suzuki, a PE racing Suzuki. It's modded to the gills. P- performance engineer. Yeah. PE racing. Yeah, and freaking got the whole shot, led for like the first 10 minutes. Fucking got arm pump. He's pissed, motherfucking himself in his helmet. <laughs> Went back to 14th, shook his arms out a little bit, caught back up to 7th. Heroic ride. Still talks about it to this day. <laughs> Did he race in 07? That was the year I went. He probably beat me. Uh, 07? No, we didn't go that year because I didn't make it either. I think I got hurt. Uh-huh. Um, he raced. Oh, fuck. I, yeah, I had to ask him his last year he raced. He's got three amateur national titles, all three at Lake Whitney. Nice. I think 35, 45, and 50. Fucking dude. Smoked Matt Tedder. Oh. Nice. Yeah. See, that part entices me, the, the oh. camping part and, like, being there. And that. Just because hey, you so want to like, rent a pro, pro, Provo? Hey, let, Prevo. Me, let, Prevo. Me, let me tell you a quick story about Pops real quick. So it was in 2009. We went to Lake Whitney, right? Him and Matt Tedder. Like, fucking Matt Tedder smoking cigs on the gate and shit, I think. <laughs> but, like, a 50-plus class, all right? Like, they're tied going in the last moto. Like, my dad hadn't trained in fucking years, right? But he wakes up on championship day. And he goes out for a warm-up. I mean, it's like 6 a.m. He goes out for a trot, like, around the pits to warm up. He's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking win today. Goddamn fucking. And, like, he, he was all, like, looking at the track, scoping the lines. Like, I don't think they prepped from the day before. Like, he was like, oh, yeah. Like, he's just out running around, you know, like, just warming his body up, you know, getting all the arthritis just warmed up. <laughs> he, dude, that much, he was just seeing red all day. And he went out there, and he freaking laid the wood to it and got the championship. You got the ship, baby. We still got the trophy. At Loretta's? No, at, uh, at Lake Whitney. Oh, Whitney. At Lake Whitney, nice. yeah. So he has, like, the huge plaque, number one plate, all that shit, and I got, like, a little bitty fucking sixth-place six place trophy that's super small, <laughs> right? <laughs> and from College Boy, too. It wasn't even, like, a B class or anything. It was just College Boy. I'm like, yeah, thanks, Dad. But, yeah. No, it was – it was yeah. He, he was fast back in his day. Yeah. Now, when you're done with the hype and the glitz and the glamour of the Supercross Tour – Will you go back in your 40s, 50s and go race Loretta's? Since you've, I mean, I'm assuming you'll move back to the Graceland of, of Tennessee. Yeah, yeah I got to wait like five years, I think, right? Like for uh, because of the points. I got to wait. So. Is it five years? It's, it's, it's a good bit. Anton, oh, do, you know the, do you know the, like if you score points, how many years after you score your last point it is? So you can yeah, race Loretta's? I, I think it, it's five points and then there's classes that are limited for you to do. Yeah, you, you can only do a few of them. Like, even, no matter how old shit. you get, you can still only do certain ones. Like, will you yeah. be the will you be the next like Barry Carson? Like that guy's still there. Brownie's still there. I mean, I hope so. I would like to think so. Yeah. I mean, I, fuck yeah. And you'll go do it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I don't think they check that stuff. 
You know? Oh, no, no, because when I went for 30 BC, that that pastor that was a pro, Kozad, he was in the B class. Yeah, I don't think he ever like no. raced a pro race. No, it wasn't Kozad. It was it was. Yeah, prob- it was Kevin Kozad. No, it was probably Kevin Walker. No, it was Kozad. Okay. I know for sure because he's got a kid racing now, right? Yeah, but did he ever race professionally and score points? Yeah. He did? Yeah, and then the year before he raced the A class at Loretta's, and then he showed up in Vet BC, and he won the first moto by like 20 seconds or something. Yeah. And then the second moto he fell, and I ran over him. Yeah. I remember my dad freaking signed up for a BC class uh, like at a local race, but it was like AMA, right? So he signed up and everything, and then like – uh, two months later, he got a, a mail, like a letter in the mail saying <laughs> someone like protested him or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> at a local race. Yeah. Nice. Oh, shit. It's, it's funny. Huh. What's your plan at Loretta's, Anton? Beer tent. So, no, you know, I've never done the beer tent. Thing. Oh, you got like, to all, all that. I, it's cool because I'm looking at the schedule right now. The This will be the third year that I've gone. In the last two years, you know, there hasn't really been a lot of pro dudes down there. Mm-hmm. It's not like it was back in the day where everybody was down there hanging Dude, out all yeah. week and stuff like that. But that seems like that's happening again this year, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of, like, current racers will be there. But, yeah, I'll get there on Wednesday morning and just kind of start taking every – start checking everything out. The, there's not any real – kids in like the super mini classes that i am paying a lot of attention to this year there's a couple kids from st louis so that's cool you know Mm -hmm. we we don't ever really have that but it's not like you know the rider d hype and all that that it's always been so mainly just just gonna look at like big bike stuff Mm -hmm. yeah it just i don't know it just doesn't seem like there's like that big next kid yet Um, they got a little yeah just watch all those yeah yeah so yeah watch 250b 450 motos, you know, pro sport stuff, schoolboy, and then just kind of get interviews with everybody through the week. Uh, start talking to guys, especially dudes that will make their pro debut at Unadilla and then mm-hmm. do those last few nationals. Um, do how was your weekend on Saturday with the champions once that's done and then bail on yeah. Saturday. It's going to be hot, though. Like, it's, it's hot. Isn't it supposed to rain here. this year? Like a bunch? Mm, uh, no, I don't think that so. Changed, no, but it's it like 105. Okay. It's 105, 107 See? heat indexes. Yeah, but it's at, sure. like, 88 degrees, so that's the humidity that's making it that hot. So oh, it's going to okay. be really, really hot down there. Yeah. So that's the only part I'm not looking forward to. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. That Bring that J&J. Because there's, no, uh, there's no relief from it. That's, like, the only thing. There's just – you got to go set in your rental car, but then, like, even then, you, you're still in a fishbowl. It's still a million degrees in that thing till it cools down. Mm-hmm. And then you jump right back out into it. So again, like respect to all those families and all those people that go down there and do it. Cause when you come over the hill and you just see, yeah, dude, there's media people that stay intense. That's commitment. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. And Tom, you, you got to really, uh, you got to go over there to the start gate in between each motos. They got fans and shit over there. So just take pictures of them with their, their helmets off and shit, you know? Cool down. Yeah. <laughs> I go, I do go check out, like hang out over there. Cause that's like, Especially before certain motos, that's when everybody's there. That's when, like, every retired racer, every brand rep, every everybody's there, too. So that's cool. Uh, I'm excited for this one. The only thing that's a bummer, they had that, like, big country concert last night, and that guy that headlined it, like, me and that dude look identical. And really? I was hoping for a picture with him. Oh, he yeah, looks like Rick Ashley? Kinda weird. Dude, you should see the photos. Like, it's very creepy. <laughs> he won, so what was it, I was like, hoping American Idol? American Idol. Dude, and when he won American Idol, like, I couldn't leave my house without, like, going and people stopping me and being like, oh, my God. And it's not – I'm not him. Scott but uh, I wanted our photo together because, like, he did the San Diego County Fair one year. 
And I was like, well, that's cool. But uh, I wasn't going to go to Loretta's for seven days just to meet him. Yeah. So I'll go down on Wednesday. Well, instead. they might think you're still hanging out. They'll think you're They out. might. Yeah. Okay, just don't cheer for anyone on the infield. You'll get kicked out. Yeah, I've heard about that. I've heard about that. Yeah, Casey Davis got booted because he was clapping for one of his buddies. Kicked him out. Anyway, uh, guys, thanks for listening. We're hey, going to wrap. Hold oh, on one whoa, second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the World Naked Bike Ride? <laughs> no, is it a bicycling thing? No, you, have? <laughs> you, you probably got a pineapple in front of your house, too. <laughs> I've just heard no, about heard all about that. that and the flamingos and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I just heard about that. Oh, yeah. You probably heard about that because all the weirdos at the campsites yes. are going to start looking out oh, for it. Yes. What's a pineapple? But, Dahmer, you You're know what swinger. I'm talking about. Yeah, I just saw something recently about that naked bike <laughs> in ride. In L.A. Yeah. In L.A. Yeah. So we it's went to big. dinner. It's fucking big. Yeah. We went to dinner on Saturday night. And, like, me and Megan are driving. It's just me and Megan. My mom was watching the kids. And uh, we're over in St. Louis, and we're driving down the street, and we're like, man, why are all these people, like, parked? Like, they're getting ready to watch a parade. Like, there's lawn chairs, and everybody is just on the side of the street. And so we turn, and we go into the restaurant, and Megan's like, oh, dude, I think it's that bike ride today. And I'm like, what bike ride? And she's like, oh, you'll see it when it comes through. And I didn't know what it was. Dude, there had to be 350 bare-ass naked people riding bicycles and lime scooters and skateboards and rollerblades through the streets of St. Louis with a police escort. And I'm talking <laughs> butt naked. With with a police... Uh, yeah, but yeah, then but next week yeah. you're peeing in the car door and you get a ticket for indecent yeah, exposure. Right. But this Appar- So, so I, I had to look this up because, like, I'll just say it, stupidest fucking thing I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like... I could not imagine riding my bicycle naked. I rode my bicycle without a shirt on, but with shorts on the other day. And people were like giving me glaring looks in town. So that was a little excessive. But uh, I could not imagine like riding on a saddle completely bare ass Mm. like that for like 20 miles. Like these people look like they were about to do. But uh, because it's a protest, they're allowed to be naked. And that's how they get a police escort. Mm. But then it's like a a protest for climate change, which is I don't get it. I get climate, like, I can understand the climate change thing, but that is by far the weirdest thing to go about it. And then they also have said, like, uh, people that are bicyclists, now when you do see them and you see how vulnerable they are, so that's pretty valid because we all know, especially on road bicycles, like, nobody in a car really gives some people a lot of leeway. But yeah, just imagine eating dinner and then just looking over and just seeing just a stream of cocks. And it's probably down the a stream of cocks. It's probably all fucking old people that shouldn't be naked, right? Uh, it's a, like, it's a diverse group. It's a, di- it's, it's everything you could think of really. Mm. It, but I, I'm surprised. I'm glad that Dahmer knew about it. So I didn't sound like the only one that had ever heard of this thing. Cause it's apparently everywhere. Yeah. Did like, it happen just did it in LA. or just there? Yeah, dude, they do it every city, every couple weeks gets one. And so some places try to do it all on like the same weekend, mm. but like it'll happen in Australia. It'll happen all throughout Europe, South America, all throughout the U S Canada, I had never seen it, but then, as I said, I'm eating dinner, and just here comes the police sirens, and then just 300 people, just naked as a jaybird. Damn. Hey, Friday night, I thought, you heard, you know, Friday night, the Mega Lotto was like $1.3 billion, and one ticket won it in Illinois. But wait, how about, holy shit, So, do they draw for that twice a week? Uh, What, Tuesdays and Fridays is the Mega. Oh, okay, because Tuesday I was riding mountain bikes, and I bought $20 worth. And I didn't win, obviously, but 
then I was going to buy it the next Tuesday, and then they did it on Friday. I yeah, know. Tuesday, Friday's mega. The super's like Wednesday, Saturday, different days. Oh. But yeah, when I saw that, I hit a Banton because I saw something. I DM'd him something. I saw that one person won in, and I'm like, this you? Yeah, I won't tell you what he replied back, but it, it was, it's an underground inside uh, <laughs> reply that was great. But, yeah, but I, was, I was hoping it was him. So yeah. it was a national thing. I thought it was California. The ma- well, the, the, Cal- the, what is it? The Super Lotto is California. The Mega is – same with the Powerball. The Powerball was like, goes across the country. Mm. It's freaking nuts. Yeah. They said if you cashed out, it would get like 700 and some million dollars just like that. Oh, Tax-free. Here you go. I posted that if I won. There's no such thing as tax-free, Dahmer. Well, yeah, yeah but yeah. I mean, you would... Including the taxes. The interest that you would make each year on, oh, on that in a bank account. I don't oh know if you could God. spend that. You could try. Yeah. I posted that. If, if I win, I'm going to buy all my friends Starks. <laughs> Stark Farks. I got a lot of DMs from people. I'm your buddy, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. We're wrapping this up. Yeah. All right. Happy birthday, Chase. And, Happy birthday. Uh, Happy birthday, Kyle Foz, Ithaca. Yep, Kyle birthday, Foz. Yeah. Happy yeah. birthday, Foz. Happy birthday, uh, uh, Chase. Yeah. And uh, Anton, have fun at Loretta's. There's a lot of birthdays coming up right now. August is deep for us. Mm. Is it? Who else? Mine and Anton's is coming up. Ah. Yep. My family's got a lot in August. Mm. A lot. We have a, August is everybody. So it's like Thanksgiving orgies? Yeah, I'm feeling just fat and full and ready to get after it. Yeah. Mm. All right, (laughs) guys, thanks for listening. We will uh, talk to you next Monday.